On this episode of the podcast, we discuss recent issues, including Drew Brees, the Confederate flag, NASCAR, and Bubba Wallace. There were people driving around Talladega in the front with, you know, they can't go in and they can't be a part of it, but with the Confederate flag. flag. Circling. There was a helicopter or a plane saying, defund NASCAR. Like, are you, what? Like, and I know that there's ones and twosies, and there's people that are racist and bigots from all races. I get that. But I think NASCAR has been, that culture has been, it's been NASCAR and everybody else, to be honest with you, to just to throw it out there has kind of turned a deaf ear to it. You had, you didn't just find out because Bob Wallace said something that that was wrong. Yeah. Like that's been something that's deeply rooted into the NASCAR culture. Not saying you had to agree with it, it's just something that people just turned a deaf ear to. Now that NASCAR realizes that, man, we can't do that and we can't lose these sponsors and we can't lose everything else, now I think it's a problem in the people who are like, man, you've been doing this for years, you never said anything? Exactly. And now all of a sudden you're telling us we can't do this? Now that's a problem. So, I mean, I appreciate NASCAR for trying to get it right, uh, but some of those people that have that thoughts and those feelings, that's in them and that's not going away. So I guess you'd rather know it um, then you know, not know it, but it's sad. It's ex- it's extremely sad. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Welcome to another episode of the New Channel Sports Podcast. My name is O.N.E. I'm happy to be here. We have a darn good show in store for you today. What is up, my brother Chris? Hey, what's good, man? Let's get to it. Lo, what's the deal, doc? What's going down? Just hanging, chilling here with the boys. All right. Not the Cowboys, though. I, I see what you're trying to do there. I see what you're trying to do. I see what you're trying to do. Go, Cowboys. Oh, Mr. Trey, what's up, man? How much, man? Great day. Want to give a shout-out to Laker Nation. We almost back. Cowboy Nation. We back. Back. So, you know, it's all good. Is it really? Oh, it's, really it's great. It's great. How's your side piece doing? <laughs> I got to check on her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's kick this thing off. Um, I got to start on a disturbing note with this uh, podcast. I think this will be the first time we've ever talked about NASCAR. And um, not for any good reasons. Anyway. But there was a, a, a noose found in Bubba Wallace's garage stall at Talladega late Sunday night. NASCAR is launching an investigation to find out who put it there. Wallace is the only black driver who races full-time in NASCAR's top three series. He's been a strong voice about racial injustice in the wake of George Floyd's killing on May 25th. The noose was found before the race. When I saw this, I was just like, wow. Um, it's just, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just funny how, you know, we think we get somewhere, we go one step forward and then it's like we're taking three steps back as far as um, what this issue is concerned and um, I can't remember the guy's name but there was someone within the NASCAR um, community that said he's not going to race anymore since the Confederate oh, the truck driver yeah, yeah, I, yeah I was yeah. like okay whatever man but you know it's just it just it's, it just never ends Wallace responded on Twitter with a statement he says uh, today's despicable act of racism and hatred leaves me incredibly saddened and serves as a painful reminder of how much further we have to go as a society and how persistent we must be in the fight against racism. Over the last few weeks, I have been overwhelmed by the support from people across the NASCAR industry, including other drivers and teammates in the garage together on sports has made a commitment to driving real change and championing a community that is accepting and welcoming of everyone. That wasn't his full statement, but that was, you know, the brunt of it, the first half of it. And, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's a continuing fight. We're all African-American here. And so uh, it's, it's just tough for me. It really is. I just, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that kind of steers away from it. I don't like to get face to face with it. But during the past couple of weeks, I just I've had to. You got no choice. I have no choice. It's been in your face. So, yeah, this is kind of, you know, this is kind of tough for me. I'll be honest with you, man. Nothing about what you just said surprises me, 
with NASCAR growing up, for whatever reason, I love NASCAR. I love sports. And my favorite driver is Jeff Gordon. And all the fans hate him, but that's my dude. I love him because they hate him. So when he wins and they're booing and he's driving his car around the track, it's like, now what? But anybody who follows the sport knows that it's 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 down south. That's what it is. And part of that is dealing with the Confederate flag. And part of that is dealing with racist attitudes. But particularly with Bubba Wallace's, um, the noose in his garage, there's a couple of things that is kind of like iffy about this story. One, I'm sure there are cameras around. So we already know. I shouldn't say we, but they know who did this already. And two, if you ever watch NASCAR on TV or know anything about it, these garages, the parts in there, the actual cars themselves, it's not so much the cars, but it's these engines. These things are expensive. I have people, I know people who have engines and race in just local places and their engines are over $50,000. I can't even imagine what a NASCAR engine would cost. So if the parts are that expensive inside the garage, you best be sure there are cameras around watching who did this. So whoever did it, it tells me no random Joe Blow is going to walk in there. Not you, not me. It's somebody with access who did this, which makes it even worse. It ain't just a normal person. So one, we know who did it. They just need to come out and say who did it. And then on the second end, on the back end of it, NASCAR is a sport where they're trying to have change. You got to give the brand of NASCAR some credit um, for trying to have change. But at this point, it, I mean, people are going to say how they're going to how they feel about it. And somebody let their voice be heard. Yeah, I think this for this particular event, they had more people have access to, I guess there was a few thousand fans that were there and they gave, I mean, tons of people have access to those. It's part of the allure and the experience of NASCAR to have, I've never been, but from what I understand to be able to have access to those, the garages and places like that. So it could have been anybody, you know, to be quite honest with you. Um, it was one of the most, uh, I was going to go and, you know, talk about, Father's Day and all this type of stuff on Facebook when all this stuff came out. And right before I was getting ready to do that, I saw this article. I saw the, the ESPN notification came up. And I'm like, I, I looked at it. Like, so I started typing my post about Father's Day. And I'm like, let me read this thing. And I read it. And it it was for a 45-year-old man, black man, that was one of the most um, gut-wrenching thing I've seen in my adult life when it comes to sports. Um, just to for people to think that it's, I mean, you think about Emmett Till. Emmett Till was in what the late fifties. Yeah, I mean that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, that really wasn't that long ago. So you're talking about sixty. Emmett Till was in fifty eight. I want to say fifty five. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry that I don't know that exact year, but you're still talking about forty, sixty years, yeah. sixty, sixty two, sixty five. It yeah. wasn't that long ago that this type of stuff was happening. You know, to our people. And for it to still be people out there who have those thoughts, yeah. um, that's sad. And especially to be able to do it on that type of stage and feel blatant enough to get away with it. My biggest problem and what I've tried to tell people, um, and not to get too political in this whole thing, but there's more people who feel more comfortable voicing their racism. And I think it starts at the top. And the person with the highest power in this country, instead of trying to be to bring everybody together, either refuses to say anything about it at all or continues to make statements that are divisive um, instead of um, bringing us all together. And I think people just, they're just following suit. So whether it's wearing a mask or not wearing a mask, whatever this person, I refuse to even call him by name, says or suggests that people do, I think they just, they're just open about it now. Like, I don't care. Um, There were people driving around Talladega in the front with, you know, they can't go in and they can't be a part of it, but with the Confederate flag. Circling. There was a helicopter or a plane saying, defund NASCAR. Like, are you, what? Like, and I know that there's ones and twosies and there's people that are racist and bigots uh, from all races. I get that. But I think NASCAR has been, that culture has been, it's been NASCAR and everybody else, to be honest with you, to just to throw it out there has kind of turned a deaf ear to it. You had you didn't just find out because Bubba Wallace said something that that was wrong. Yeah. Like that's been something that's deeply rooted into 
the NASCAR culture. Not saying you have to agree with it. It is just something that people just turn a deaf ear to. Now that NASCAR realizes that, man, we can't do that and we can't lose these sponsors and we can't lose everything else. Now I think it's a problem. And the people who are like, man, we've been doing this for years. You never said anything. Exactly. And now all of a sudden you're telling us we can't do this. Now that's a problem. So, I mean, I appreciate NASCAR for trying to get it right. Uh, but some of those people that have that thoughts and those feelings, that's in them. And that's not going away. So I guess you'd rather know it um, than you know not know it. But it's sad. It's ext- it's extremely sad. And not to jump anybody, but I would just say there's so many people who say, "Well, I don't want to make this political." It's not a political issue. Either you feel the way you feel, or you don't. Right? There's right and there's wrong. Me telling you that putting that noose in this man's garage is wrong. There are some people who come back at us and say, "You guys are having a political podcast," and I would just say, "Nah, bro, this is right and wrong. Period." No, absolutely. And and it's really sad that we're not surprised that this happened. And big ups to Bubba Wallace and NASCAR. I was very surprised when NASCAR supported him with the quickness that they did and, and moving forward and, and uh going with removing the flag. But it, it's it, it's terrible. But I'm not I'm not surprised that, you know, that this happened, you know. So I, I was I'm not gonna lie, I was waiting to see what kind of backlash we would see. You know, I, I really was, and I'm, I'm not surprised at all. And it's really sad for me to say that, but you know, I, I just I pray for him and the team, and 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 it might have been if it's somebody that was on his team that did this, mm-hmm. this, this is devastating. It's terrible, you know. And how are you going to be able to trust your teammates because you just don't know who really is behind you, who's supposed to be working with you, who really feels this kind of animosity and, and, and hate, you know? That that noose. Look, if trees can speak, you know the kind of stories it would tell. Hmm. You know, and like that, that's this is this is this is human life, and this this is hundreds of 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 black people that were hung on trees. Hmm. You know, and that's that's a very callous move to make. You know, that's a very callous message to send. You know, so like like you said, uh, Chris, wrong is wrong, and 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 right's right. You know, and and that's not a right act. And quite honestly, people just need people need to grow up. You know, because that flag represents something. And quite frankly, if if you're talking about oh it's it's pride and and time has gone by and it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean that anymore. No, that's exactly what it means. When you say that, that flag, you're talking about the Confederate. I'm talking flag. about the Confederate flag. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it means, you know. But um, look, Bubba, keep doing what you're doing, man. And 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 uh, big ups to NASCAR. And I know it's taking some time, but look, at least they're doing something. Is better late. Than never doing something at all. Yeah. I'm very surprised that they did what they did. So, you know, big ups to them. Yeah. And so Emmett Till was in, it was August 28th of 1955. So I said 58 or 55 was close. Uh, but my, that's my mom's age. Mm. My mom was born in 55. Wow. So, and she'll be six, she'll be 65. So just 60, I know that, I mean, I say just, that's a long time, right? But just 65 years ago. Yeah. It's not that long. It's not that long. It's not that long. It's not that long ago, yeah. man. And so, and to think that there's still people, that are deeply rooted and to see, you know, um, and not to change the subject, but the letter that Jeannie Buss got. I don't know if you heard about that or saw that. that. I mean, it was, it was, well, I mean, LeBron James even, I mean, like, I mean, he was upset about it, but the letter Jeannie Buss got and the name she was called for what she's doing, you know, for the Black Lives Matter movement and the black players that she was, I mean, it was, it's embarrassing that people are getting, you know, out of their, in their feelings and feeling comfortable to have these conversations. Again, I guess you would probably rather know that these people feel this way, but right now, like, why now? Like, why is it so important? And why, like, how come there's never been, because we're stepping up and saying something? Like, why now? Because we've taken it laying down and we've turned the other cheek and, you know, things have only gone so far, but why now? Mm -hmm. And the only thing I can point to is that it's becoming okay to be that way. It's becoming okay not to make a stand, not to address the real issues, and not to just agree or let people in this country know that black lives actually matter. You know, and, and I think that once, if there was something different, if, if there was a different, if we had a different leader and we had someone who was coming in and trying to say that this was not right and they would address it, I really think these people would either go back in their closet and I don't think we would do we would hear some of the stuff we're hearing right now. I honestly believe that. And you know, the thing that gets me, and we, the thing I like about this podcast is we had some spirited Colin Kaepernick debates talking oh, yeah. about what was going on. And the one thing I always wanted to say was it was never about the flag, right? It was literally about racial injustice. That's what it was about. But when I look at what's happening now, it's just, it's so out there. You have 
basically the NFL kept coming out and saying, okay, we understand now. We get it now. When you, if anybody's a fan of the Premier League and soccer, they debuted this weekend. And what did they do? Everybody was on their knees. Everybody. Players, coaches, referees, staff, everybody's on their knees because in acknowledgement of it. And the thing is, I'm happy these people are coming out the closet. Come out in droves. I want to know who you are. It's, for me, it's better. Come out. Let us know who you are. Let us know where your stance is. I'm with you, and, Chris. Exactly. But and and Trey, I I, did, I knew about the genie bus letter, but I didn't read it until now. I was trying to read it on the podcast. That's impossible. <laughs> I cannot read that on the podcast. Yeah. And it's just it's just wild the way some people feel. But that's to me. If you feel that way, that's fine. But as a, what do we always do? Put your name on it. Yeah. If you're gonna do that, yeah. be, be 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 a whole grown up. Say it with your name. Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. That's all I care about. Your voice. Put your yeah. name on it. Very very tough subject for me to talk about. That this I you know always try to steer away from these kind of things, but like it's in your face, man. In your face every day now, and it's just is something. I think we all have a, a part to play, right? There are people you know that come out and like they're facing it face on and there are people like myself that's kind of like you know in the background trying to see what's going on but we all have to be heard we all have to say what we, we want to say and voice our opinions like you said chris i want to hear everybody's opinion yeah. i want to hear what you have to say bring on the open let's have a um, conversation let's discuss it and uh, i think that's the only way we're gonna get through this i mean this this kind of stuff that's happening with the bubble uh, bubble, bubble awesome. i almost bubble. called him that too bro. <laughs> bubble wallace is is an unacceptable it's just really unacceptable. and i really did not you know seeing the story it just it made me sad yeah it really did i just couldn't phantom you know it's like every day you wake up and you think okay things might be getting a little bit better. Yeah. A little bit better. Then this just something happened. He's like, oh man, this is, it's the same. But same there's, thing. there's something you said that I could not agree with more. And you basically said, for me, it's, it's not something that I necessarily talk about. And I think as a black community, as just people in general, it's okay. If you're not the person who's in front, if you don't go out and protest, that doesn't mean that you don't understand the movement. It just means that you can help in a different way. You right. know what I mean? I just think as a people, it doesn't, you don't have to be the one out there protesting. But if you are, kudos to you. But if you are not protesting, it doesn't mean that this doesn't mean anything to you. It just means that you need to use whatever platform you have to help. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I just think that's so important. And that's everybody, you know, black, white, exactly. whatever nationality, you have to some way, shape, or form voice your opinion. We got to get everybody's opinion out there. Let's talk, let's discuss it because. We're not going to agree on everything. We're on this part. We talk about sports yeah. and we damn sure don't agree on everything. But we sit here, we talk about it when the show's over. For the most part, we still like one another, <laughs> but we, we we talk and we discuss it. I mean, we have to get everybody's views and opinions out there because I don't want to. It's like, it's like being on this podcast and I find out that Trey's secretly just loves Deshaun Watson. Like, and I was like, one day, like, you love Deshaun Watson? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to, I, <laughs> I don't want that to happen to me in this situation. If you feel a certain way, come out, let's, let's get out and open, let's have a discussion about it. I just, yeah, I, I mean, I like that and I, I like to know who I'm dealing with. I just don't think that to, in today's world that's possible. I mean, you've got Jimmy Fallon who did you know, blackface, you know, as a, in, in a comedy sketch. Um, and now, I mean, that's, that's resurfaced and people are like, I mean, Jimmy Fallon, like do any of us really feel like, I mean, and that was not necessarily acceptable back then, but like he's, he's, his feet are held to the fire because of that. Um, ancient mama's leaving. Like, I mean, like this, I mean, I, what are you going to call it now? I mean, cause I still, I mean, I don't eat a lot of pancakes, but the syrup is pretty damn good. Right? <laughs> I think, and I think the point you bring up is well taken. I'll just say, even for Jimmy and I, I like Jimmy Fallon. He has the roots yeah. on his show and yeah. I love the roots, but at the same time, everybody has to be held accountable. Yeah. Right. Right. But the thing that scares, I guess what you're talking about is necessarily like cancel culture. Like, okay, yeah. are we, are we done with Jimmy Fallon or does Jimmy Fallon need to come out and address what he did? Right. Does that make sense? No, right. And that's, that's what I think it's more of a positive change. But the fact is there's some people who are going to get canceled. Mm -hmm. Drew Brees was close. If he wasn't Drew Brees, if he was, Yo, let's say Jared yeah. Stidham, <laughs> no, no, he might right. be done, bro. Yeah. And for me, that's, I'm okay with that. 
I really am okay with that. If some people do get canceled or removed, I guess what they call it, cancel now. Uh-huh. But I'm okay with cancel that. Culture. It is what it is. It I'm is. okay with that. If you had to pay for what you did, I'm fine with that. But to Trey's point, there are certain people I disagree wholeheartedly with what Drew Brees said. And I can see he may have lost some players in that locker room forever because of the comments that he made. A part of it was senseless, a part of it. Mm-hmm. And a part of it was ignorance. Right. Yeah. But the problem is when you are a certain person mm-hmm. – Ignorance is no longer bliss for right, you. Right, yeah, right. You cannot be ignorant. Yeah, you, you, that's and that's choice. and for me, it, it is what it is. For me personally, though, it starts with the Drew Brees situation. I've always looked at Drew Brees as a, a model citizen. I don't know if that, you know, y'all guys agree or not before this happened. So when it happened and then he came back and he made his apology, I took it as being sincere because of his track record. So as far as him, you know, um, apologizing, I kind of have... I have more respect for Drew Brees now than beforehand. This is just me personally. Yeah. See, because, and I don't mean to cut you off, yeah. but I'm the opposite. When he said that, because I, I watched the video, I, I wrote him off. I was like, oh, oh, you're done. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. no, I was like, you're done. And then when I, when I, when I watched it, I was like, and tomorrow he's going to send a message apologizing and stuff like everybody else does. I was like, I want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until about a week later, mm-hmm. and I started reading other athletes, okay, mm-hmm. how they were taking to it, what they said. Um, I watched uh, Shannon and, and and Skip, and I listened to Shannon because he had a conversation with with, with uh, Shannon. Said with, he should retire, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what he's, at first. Shannon, Shannon at was first, hot. Yeah, at first, and then he had a conversation with with Drew, and he, you know he educated on on some things. Mm-hmm. So then I went. I still haven't listened to Apology, but I was like, okay, well, if y'all are okay, and now he's he's thinking mm-hmm. and being cognizant and not hell bent on addressing this message that. It's, it's 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 disrespectful. I would never, not the time, you know right, what I mean. Right, right. So now, okay, okay, okay. all mm-hmm. right. So let's see how the rest of your teammates do with mm-hmm. you. So just like you said, Chris, he was almost very very canceled. Yeah, he made he's, a mistake. He's, he's hanging on. He, he's he, hanging on the thread right now. I'll, I'll say if he was I, not Drew Brees, he would have been done. Right, but I, I think okay. So, look, I, for me personally, I think he made a mistake. I'm not necessarily saying that he. If that's what he believes, as far as standing for the flag, that's that's his business. But the timing of it was definitely wrong. But it's so, not just okay. Go ahead. Man. No, no, I'm just gonna say like my my issue with this whole thing, and just hear me out. Like the leader of this country came out and said he thought Colin Kaepernick should have an opportunity, and he'd support it. But in Tulsa, he says there's no way we're kneeling for the flag. We're never gonna kneel for the flag. Like whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what did I miss? Because you really just said he deserves another shot. You support it. You'd be happy with it. But in front of all your 6,000 people at the BOK, you're like, oh, no, we're never going to nail. We're never. Okay, whatever. I'm confused. But this whole cancel culture thing has kind of got me conflicted because I don't know if you send the right message to everybody that's involved. Now, hear me out. So right now, for Black Lives Matter to happen, we need we need black people, white people. We need people of all races mm-hmm. um, and ethnicities to support it, right? So you can't do anything to um, disgrace the black culture, the black community, African Americans, blacks, or nothing like that. You do it, you risk losing your job, your sponsorships, and everything else. What happens to these non-black kids who are you know what? That's wrong, mom. That is wrong. I'm standing behind these. But you got African Americans mm. who do it the other way. Right? So how can and I'll just call him out and say it, how can Charlemagne the God call people what he calls them, you know, like and get laughs out of it and it be okay with it? And you're telling this, you know, non-black kid, black lives matter, you gotta be respectful, love your neighbor, do this, 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 and this. But you're calling me derogatory names towards my race because of the color of my skin. Is that right? Well, I'll put it like this. And it's something I've thought about. The way the media, this is a media thing, the way the media has spun Black Lives Matter, we've made it almost like it's a company. Exactly. It's not. It's it's just literally saying me as a black life, I matter. But the company, the entity, right? If there is a company of Black Lives Matter, it's important because that helps lead with protests. I need to know where I'm going. If I want to protest and I don't know where it is, then I can't do it. But it's not necessarily a company. Like when people are riding, I hear people, so many people on TV say, well, look at the Black Lives Matter movement. No, those are just some people looting. <laughs> that has nothing to do with Black Lives Mattering. You know what I mean? Yeah. But to your point, I think it's a good point. It's a balance. 
because where we are now, we have it's cancel culture. I'm gonna be real with y'all. And for Trey, you're a little older than me, but I I think it's so important because we t- we had this conversation. I'm not big on social media. I'll be honest with y'all, but I understand what cancel culture is. And I think there's a fine line. So when we're discussing Drew Brees, I look at him and the reason why I've been, I'm if they canceled him, canceled him, I'd be okay. It's because his comments weren't just, the flat comments were just wrong and off base. And it's so obvious that's not what it was about. But it was more about when he brought up his grandfather. He mm-hmm. said, my grandfather mm-hmm. served. I'm like, yeah. bruh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Black people were dying yeah, and then yeah, coming yeah. home yeah. and being treated he worse than totally. That's that's what yeah. for me personally, that's what set me off. And that, for me, that mindset, it isn't just like, oh, now I get it. I apologize. No, that's just deeply rooted. Thank you. But it's not just that. Thank you. There are people in this country who feel that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking to myself, how can you feel that way when you you do know that there are black people fighting in those wars, too, then coming home being hung? Because I'm the- just happy that it was I'm kind of happy it was Drew Brees that said it. Because when you look at, you know, the leader of our country, now he says things now, it's like, <laughs> I pay him death ear. Mm. But when he said that, when Drew Brees said what he said, I was like, oh, wow, really? Even you were saying this? Yeah. You know, and look, I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer in giving people other chances. We have many, many athletes that have made mistakes during the course of their careers in life. Michael Vick, we look at, you know, Kobe Bryant way back in the day. And they have come past that. Even in your personal life, if you, you know, cheat on your wife or you're a bad father, you can get out of that and become a better person. Yeah. This because it's Drew Brees, I'm giving him I'm not giving him a pass. I was very disgusted in what he said. I really was. But because sometimes people do say things and they're not really thinking what they're saying and you think they live in another world, because I've been there before in certain things. I think I'm in this whole separate world in my own little bubble. Which is what you know, some, the white privilege is. They're on their own little bubble until someone outside the bubble tells me, "Hey, this is not the way things are, Oeni." And then I'll have to sit down, self-evaluate, and say, "You know what? This is not the way things are." And there, there are some people that are going to take that, and some people aren't. I think on, this is me. Yeah. No one knows Drew Brees. No yeah. one knows these athletes. I think Drew Brees is the kind of guy that's going to sit down and say, "No, this is really not the way things are supposed to be." This based on his track record for me yeah. personally oh, and the image that he's portrayed to this point. The only thing I will say for you that mm-hmm. the reason why I, to say I don't forgive a man doesn't make sense. Of course, I forgive him. Right. But the comment I won't forget. And this no, is no, why. No, I'll tell you why I won't and why I'm, I'm really hard pressed to let it go. He plays in the NFL, man. Mm-hmm. He plays with black players. Mm-hmm. He's seen what's going on around the country. Right, right, right. He's in the locker room with some of these these are not just random players these are players right. who are outspoken right and then look at the city he plays for right you play in new orleans bro you were there pri- like after katrina your team was there so you should know about racial injustice right so he has no excuse no there is no the, excuse that for me if like what you described is accurate there are some people who live in i guess a homogeneous place where it's just one set of people if you live around those set of people, like what do we talk about? Product of your environment, you may not know, but you breeze no, brother. You know, you yes. better know, bro. That's know. why I can't. I can't. I think, I think for so me, like, it doesn't resonate with and me. And not only the comments, but the the tone and the adamance. Yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the feel you got from that, you know, the energy you got from that. There was a lot of adamance. You know what I mean? I refuse. Yeah. Do you, do do you hear that? Yeah. You know. So that that just sends a different message, and 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 you elaborate on a lot of things, and he's done a lot for the community. So it's just like the audacity, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. You, you understand? So then, what was the point of doing all the things that you did exactly for the community? Mm-hmm. You know, if that's the tone that you still, you know, and 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 you still feel that it's about the military, it has nothing to do with the military, because even from the 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 the, the worst person to the best person, everyone I I believe has respect. For what the military does, because they put their lives online for this country, we, yeah. we respect that. Yeah, but, you know, but it, it's it's more than that, right? But we do know <clears throat> that there are more people that feel exactly the same way that Drew Brees feels. That's the oh, problem, absolutely. And, that's, and that's exactly the absolutely. point. That, I think that's so, the point. Absolutely. So for him to come out and say it, and being this person, I you know I'm not, I keep on saying I value Drew Brees' opinion very highly before this all happened. For him to come out and say it and bring out an open and be this guy, he's almost now like the the poster child. For it now because he's the one that actually put but, it out in the open because people didn't know don't know this. But so. I just I think that I mean and the the why I disagree differently is because if you guys remember when this when this was all going on I 
I didn't agree with. I didn't yes, agree with yeah. what Colin Kaepernick was doing either. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't agree with it. And for me, my grandfather did fight in the Korean War. I did. I did hear stories about him being a medic and you know people non-black sound like you know i'd rather not mean, die not to cut you up what are you disagreeing with exactly i'm yeah. just saying like i disagree with drew Brees, like him him having that um having that take i don't think there was any racial epitomes or anything like that oh, in okay. it i don't think that i don't think that he i don't think that he, i don't think that he was um i don't think that's where he was coming from I, and you know what and i won i 100 agree with that but that's the part that's that's the problem. But, should, but shouldn't shouldn't I, I mean I go back to the NFL. I'll go back to the, you know the players who chose not to kneel too because yeah. Drew. There was a lot of black people who did not kneel. Well, there are a whole bunch of players who yeah, didn't I mean, kneel was, who are yeah, now saying, "Well, I wouldn't kneel." Exactly. A, but it's a it's so, a money thing, right? And I get that. But so what I think is some of those players who chose not to kneel. I, I blame the NFL. I blame the owners. I blame the coaches. I blame the players. I blame the black players who didn't go back to somebody like Drew Brees. And put them in a closet, you know, and like tell them, hey, man, like they're not going to listen to me. This is what's really, mm. really going on. Mm. I need you to step up and say something. Because I think had that happened four years ago and you had the kind of Michael Thomas and everybody else had the same conviction that they have with Drew Brees today, they would have got that from Drew Brees. But I just – just what I think what, about Drew Brees. Well, it's, it's two things to that. We don't know. I don't – like when you say you blame the black person, we don't know I, the not, black – I don't mean like literally I know what you mean, but I don't, I don't – that's why I said it. I don't want people thinking right, that's right, what right, you right, mean. That's right, why right. I brought it oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't – we don't know the black players went to these guys. We don't know that. We're assuming you can assume they didn't, but they could have already went to him and said, "Yo, we." But the thing is, during that time, black players were saying we need more white players to step up and say something. And to me, the guy who said something first, the first prominent white player, was Joe Bur- Burrow when this happened. Yeah. He was like, "Yo, this is wrong." And the thing about that is, these young people idolize Kaepernick because they saw what he went through and the white players are like yo this is wrong <laughs> like he's just yeah. kneeling. you know what I mean so the young players are coming out and saying yo this is wrong so now you have the Drew Breeses and the Tom Brady's of the world are like okay this is wrong and we need to say something basically and I think and I think that's what needed that this what's happening right now and it's, it's what a, needed to happen it needed to happen years four years ago. years ago and I but I think that but it couldn't though but, right you but, say it needed to but it couldn't because so so what ahead. I'm saying right now though is when Drew Brees came out and just said some said what he said like the whole world turned upside down right because it, right. it was a perfect storm right though. So, but what I'm saying what is was that, already going on right, right exactly and that I think that's what it was but if what what if what if the same black players were upset because not I mean most of Drew the players the, the current players and people that have played with Drew Brees like they were mad but they were like that's not him. Ben Watson would just came out and fight out said like I know a totally different person. I, I know a totally different person. But that's, than what the, you. But, that, but that's the thing about racism though. Racism is we can all be in this room right now. Y'all know me, but I can go out and be doing some wild stuff. It's not just racism; it's just people. I could, y'all could see me now. I could be a, a just doing some wild stuff. Now my wife, I'm not doing anything wild. <laughs> but my point is, is for me that Shannon Sharp mentioned this too. It's a black community. We always have to defend people. You know what I mean? When somebody does something wrong, we got to go out and be like, okay, he's really not that guy, y'all. Right. He's, and I'm just, I don't know why we always have to do that. And I'll tell you this, well, though. You, what white player came out when Kaepernick was doing this? I mean, that's, active that's player and defended him. None. That's what I'm saying. None. So why we always got to be the ones defending them? Well, it's, it's, it's more so about you can relate to that. Like, if, if something happened with, with me or Trey, I know you, Trey. Right. If you made a mistake, I would... A one has a character witness, you. right? Because I'm, <laughs> you're close to me. Same thing with Lowe. Same thing with Chris. It's anybody here in this circle, and so that's just the way that it is. If you're close to somebody, you're going to defend them because that's just how it is. I, that's how I, I equate that. I, that's fine, but it doesn't seem to happen the other way around. No, it's just, right, right. it just doesn't seem to right, happen. But do you think right? And that's what and that, that's why I'm saying some of these players now, if they had a reboot, when I say I blame, I mean like if they had to do this all over again, would they go back and tell them like you know what? If they're this adamant about doing it right now, like for some players like, um, you know, the players right now, the white players right now, they're saying, yeah, I'm kneeling. Like, I'm going to kneel. Yeah, they're not even thinking about they're it. They're not even, like, so but why now? Like, because, why are you so but, open to saying it now? But, but it started at the top. No, but the reason why it happened, you're right. Okay, let me back up. 
I'm gonna let you finish your point because I know where you're going, and then I'm gonna respond because I know where you're yeah. going. So the G- Goodell and everybody else issued a statement and said, "This is what we believe. Black Lives Matter. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do." So now the players are open to doing it. So the reason I said they blame the NFL and the players for not—I mean, like the players came this. The 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 whole reason that video started with all the players, the NFL wasn't making a statement. Did you yeah. hear about that? Yeah. So one of their production specialists said, "You know what? Forget it. I'll do it." Yep. So he got with the players. They made a statement. Now the NFL says it. So now everybody feels like they could say it. Yeah. So. It was a money move, right? And so I and, and I get it. So because it wasn't just white players who weren't speaking up and saying something. There was a lot of black people like, no, not today. And that's to true. me that's a, but there were black players that did. There were, and, and, and they, they were ostracized. They, they paid, paid for, for it. it. Only a few didn't because their talent at that, like Malcolm Jenkins, um, the Bennett brothers, they yeah, didn't get but, hurt by it. That but had much. Goodell and the NFL came out and said Black Lives Matter four years ago, like they said they should have done, then we. I'm not saying I don't. I'm not saying that what happened wouldn't have happened, but I think you would have had more people stepping up, and oh, then absolutely. people like Drew Brees and Tom Brady and the players who maybe not have gotten it in the past. I think they would have been more educated than what they are today. And you're absolutely right with that. But I'll just say, you say, why not four years ago? Because they weren't going to four years ago. Four years ago it was about the flag. Nobody's talking about today. If you mention that today, you might get canceled. That's the point. It couldn't have happened four years ago. It had to happen this way because. Of George Floyd's death, it's really just that simple. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And and I was getting ready to make a point, and then you you counteracted it immediately. And yeah, four years ago is about the flag because Trey you keep talking about it starts with the top, and it does start with the top because. And I'm, I don't want to really get into this whole conspiracy thing, but you have our leader that expresses things a certain way, and he has access to the NFL owners in yep. a certain way, oh, yeah. and then he's speaking to them in a certain way. Okay, and the owners run the league now. Roger, Roger Goodell speaks for the owners. Okay, so now they're coming at him at a certain way. So you got the owners, you've got our leader, you've got our president, who are essentially on the same page. So guess what? The top say this. Well, no one else is gonna is gonna act. Perfect. Now all of that has has flipped. Right now, our president is saying, okay, well, yeah, Colin Kaepernick should play. Roger Goodell. Oh yeah, somebody needs to sign Colin Kaepernick. Coaches, oh yeah, you know I was gonna sign Colin Kaepernick, right? <laughs> so it's just like, what, what's 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 going on here? You so, know, you're absolutely right. Start from the top. You know, it's so funny though. I don't know why, and I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking you. I promise y'all not. I just don't know why the black community refuses to say Trump's name. Like I say his name because if anybody's ever watched uh, Harry Potter, I'm you know they don't they don't say Voldemort's name. It's like he's who? not a hollowed figure to me. His name is Trump. <laughs> He's the president, and I disagree with a lot of stuff that he does, pretty much most of it. But the problem is, four years ago, Trump's stranglehold on that argument was it was strong. And Absolutely. for me, when Trump says he's okay with Kaepernick playing, he's not okay with him playing because he likes Kaepernick. He wants Kaepernick to kneel. So then he could go back to his base and say, you see, I told y'all, they don't respect the flag. He's going to do that. That's why he said he wants well, Kaepernick back. I'm not saying his name because if I say his name, it's going to be followed by an expletive. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm told I'm not supposed to do that. So that's why I don't say oh, the God. name. <laughs> that's why I don't say it. But I've never seen a more disgusted look <laughs> on Trey's face in my life. We gotta start putting these things on video, bro. It just, it just, it just bothers me, man. Like it, it truly bothers me, and just the wishy washiness and like just, you know, it's it's out there, man, and and we see it. And for me, you're talking about making excuses. I've never seen anybody have this many excuses made. I mean, like you're talking about cancel culture. The per like there's nothing in this dude's culture that can't be canceled <laughs> and people still support him. Like I don't understand. Like I need his publicist. I need whoever does his his, you know, social media, whatever else. Like yeah. whatever you got to get these people to still believe in you, I need you, bro. Yeah, like I, right. for a small, much smaller yeah, fee. Yeah, yeah. But how could you say some of the stuff you be accused? Of? I mean, there's people who've been canceled for less accusations. Yeah. And I, I just don't I don't get it. And if it was anybody else, They'd be done. They'd be done. Wiped off the face <laughs> of the earth. But this, I mean, they, they keep coming. Yeah. And I mean, when you guys, you know, somebody told me a long time ago, if if everybody in the room has an issue with you, you're probably the problem. Like if everybody, if nobody, nobody, like like on this podcast, everybody hates me, right? Because I'm a Cowboys It is. I'm a Cowboys fan living in Houston. That's a problem. But- if everybody has an issue, it's probably like the issue is probably you. Mm. It, it probably so now in this situation, we've got an issue with somebody who continues to not try and bring us together, and people continue to make excuses for it. I'm like, 
what? Like, how can you, how can you continue? Like, give me a good one. Like, t- come on, tell me why that happened. Like, mm. g- but anybody else, they're gone. Like, inst- like, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Oh, you're accused of that? No, we got to got to Sterling had to sell his face. Now, he did some stupid stuff, right? Like, and his stuff, and his stuff was recorded. But compared to what the leader of this country does. <laughs> also, also yeah. um, Richardson from the Panthers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, bad stuff. Like, terrible. Like, terrible human beings. But the, the leader of our country is like, I mean, he may serve another four years. Like, and that yeah. just blows my mind, man. Yeah. I just, I don't get it. But the moment, because they have such a stranglehold, um, I think you'll hear because it's going to rule headlines. Um, MLB's coming back. It was just a, just recently approved minutes ago. Oh wow! Oh, right? Wow. Yeah. Nice. So the, they have until tomorrow to tell them um, a couple of key things to be able to get. Now you're going to hear NFL's coming back. NFL said we're coming. NBA supposed to be coming back. MLB needs decisions by tomorrow from the players' association because they need the players to report by July first. Today is what. I mean, we're a week away, mm-hmm. you know, a week away from that happening. Um, I think you said you don't hear about the politics, but it's going to get even more rooted into that. So I think we'll hear more about the COVID stuff. We're going to hear more about whether because the focus isn't on the leader of this country. It's more on sports. Yeah. And I see it's just it, we're going to get distracted, man. Yeah. And I think and it, and it all serves as a, as a distraction. This Black Lives Matter stuff, man, I hate to be that conspiracy theorist type guy, but this Black Lives Matter stuff took the um the issues with covid i mean no one was really talking about that over those 10 or 12 days they weren't, mm-hmm. they weren't. and people were having these mass gatherings and stuff like that and there's going to be a spike in covid cases yeah there's a spike there's a spike in covid cases but our death rate has not increased once one bit what's wrong with that you know and so talking about the things that we need to talk about like it's important but in sports this sports stuff will be a, a great deflection about the real issues with that's going on with this country yeah um which is why I'm hoping that these players help us with that if right. the players don't just fall in line right and just it, play. absolutely exactly cuz that may not happen right right particularly because most of the major sports so we got MLS, some of y'all may not think it's major, but it's, it's a major, major. sport. Oh, it's major. MLS, you got NBA. Um, what other what other sport is reporting to Florida? At least those two are definitely going to Florida for sure. And they have their cases spiking. You right. can say you can have that whatever you feel that is, it's spiking. So we don't even know if they're actually going to go there. Mm-hmm. This is the truth. We don't right. know. You're right. So we live in such at least from the sports world, it's so uncertain. Things can change literally by the by the minute. And it's we haven't seen this like in this way before. Never, never, and it's all concentrated in the one state that, um, I don't know. It don't is know. funny though. It's it the is, one. It's, a, it's the one state where everything is like, what? What are y'all doing in Florida? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's it's going to be interesting, man. I just hope that this doesn't stop. One of the things I uh, we talked about is after all this is said and done, and George Floyd is gone and buried, and the protests and stuff like that. Will this continue? Will Colin Kaepernick be able to continue to kneel? I mean, I know that he's going to be, I've heard about it before we came in today, nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize, which he'd be the first athlete to win it for what he did on the football field. Not Mm -hmm. something they did outside or after the career. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so it's something that he did while playing in his sport, not something that he did philanthropic after his career or anything like that or during his career. Um, Will we continue to bring issues? So someone like, Bubba Wallace, um, someone like Colin Kaepernick, if we can continue to have the people who are leading this generation, Hmm. um, LeBron James and the people that Pat Mahomes and the people that are willing to speak up, um, if people like Drew Brees and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers come out and say that this is an issue, this the the light stays on this. And kind of like what you said, not just the Black Lives Matter corporation yeah. uh, but this movement which is what it really Words. is and that we should address this and address the real issues and not put it behind you know a mask it and just have all these other issues hey, that serve as a distraction you, you bring up such a great point and I've, I've been really thinking about this for days when we get to the kneeling subject Kaepernick did that and what I mean is he when he was kneeling he was really saying black lives matter Racial injustice. People didn't hear it. But now we hear it. So when I hear all these white players and I see the English Premier League and everybody's kneeling, it's cool, but it does nothing for me as a black man, right? The point in Kaepernick doing that was to make that change. If everybody's doing it, we're okay now, everybody's kneeling. 
cool, but he wasn't kneeling to kneel. He was kneeling because it was racial injustice. Right. So to your point, Trey, it's like, I don't care if the NFL allows them to kneel or not. Yeah. Because the point was to point out racial injustice and the NFL got caught. Because yeah. now they're in a place where they're like, okay, we really messed this up. They completely bungled it. So if people kneel, cool. They don't kneel. I, that doesn't, yeah. that's not, that was just a form of a protest. Right. But it was, when you protest, you're protesting something. Right. You're not just protesting the protest. Right. So when people say, we're going to, what's interesting to see if Kaepernick or if the players are going to kneel. I don't care if Tom Brady comes out and not kneels. That does nothing for my life if I get pulled over. Right. <laughs> you know right. I'm being real, though. You can get the cup. Hey, Tom Brady kneels. <laughs> yeah. well, no, I, I think that, and, that, and, I'm, and I'm with you 1,000%. I think that's a great point. Ultimately, if all these players kneel and four years, four years from now, we have another George Floyd, it, um, listen, it's all for nothing. Listen, right. You're saying if, if we have another George Floyd, when... That happened with George Floyd. Days later, things up until today are still going still on. Still going you on. Right, right, right. So it's not even if. It, that that stuff is still going on. Now, the only hope to answer our question is once all of these sports start, hopefully, and hopefully it doesn't distract us, I think the one hope that we have is that this is a worldwide thing. Yes. It's absolutely. not just centralized in the United States. This is happening all across the world. It's happening in Africa. Yeah, people in Asia are protesting. People in Europe are protesting. You know, people in South America are protesting. It's a worldwide thing. So I think that's something that's giving us hope because not everybody has the NFL. Not everybody has the NBA. So they're still dealing with things. You know, so I think that's something that gives us hope um, that we'll keep this thing on. And if I can just say one thing, though, to the people who are not black listening to this, it's going to make y'all uncomfortable, even maybe make y'all uncomfortable, but it shouldn't. I have white friends who tell me, you know, Chris, I'm black. Y'all know this. You know, Chris, I don't see color. I'm like, bruh, first, that's BS. It's not true. You can tell I'm black and I can see you're white. (laughs) But the thing is, just if you're not black and this bothers you, what you need to understand is, first of all, don't tell a black person you don't see color because we know that's BS. But second of all, it's okay that you see color. The fact that you see me as black is a good thing because I see you as white or I see you as Hispanic or whatever, whatever you may be, right? But the key is to see me as a human being. Right, right. That's what this movement movement is about. If you Absolutely. see me as a human being, then you will know that my life matters. That's Absolutely. what Black Lives Matters yeah. is about. Absolutely. That's what it's about. And, that, and, and that's well that very well said. And I, I, mean, I can't tell people enough. This whole cancel culture, especially dealing with teenagers, has got me on edge because I don't <laughs> want to see some of the stuff go away. Like, I don't want, I mean, like, it, to me, like, it's to the point now, that's part of our culture. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anybody sees that as, I shouldn't say anybody. A lot of people don't see that as, you know, we don't want you to take away some of the things that we've enjoyed or we've liked or, I mean, cops, for instance. Mm-hmm. That was, I mean, if you go back and look at it, those, some of those cops, and now. You mean the you, show? The show. Okay. The show, Cops. Like that was, they were probably out of line quite a bit. And a lot of it was because they had cameras following them and sometimes you got to do it. So even on TV, if you're that way, I don't care what race you are, right? The the police brutality and mm-hmm. them treating people like human beings, that's the issue. You canceling ancient mama syrup and I don't keep going to that, that's not going to make me feel better. <laughs> I'm just saying that's not going to make me feel better. I, I, I'll, t- I'll tell you they're, this. They're not canceling the syrup. They're not right. canceling the, the, the name. I don't eat I don't eat pancakes. Like I don't eat waffles. Like that doesn't even <laughs> 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 No, what I'm saying what I'm saying is that her like same, I think her but delicious recipe is still gonna be there, but it's not going nowhere. They they feel Instead of addressing the issue, they're going to cancel some things that don't like. That's not fixing the I, damn issue. I, I, I do it. Nothing, nothing at all. Right, I'll right, say right. this: it's pissing me off. Okay, it's taking. It's taking. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, they're not addressing. They feel like, oh, if we cancel this, it's going to make them feel better. And I say they they say them because, like, what? Do, oh my god, who did we ever offend? Yeah. And today, I mean, to, every day it's like we're waking up to something else that's been that's offensive. I think, but, but, and they're canceling that, but it's not fixing. But this the is the issue. thing, though. This is this is the thing. Right. I'm fine with it being canceled. And I'll tell you why I am. I am. It's because when something is rooted in in a wrong for so long, you start thinking it's right. Yep. Like, it's wrong. When you look at that image, it was based off of racist bigotry. But we've, we've all, t- we all, if you go to the grocery store and you're not buying a special brand of syrup, you're buying Aunt Mom. Yep. And the thing is, we're so used to this negative image that it's almost like, all right, it is what it is. But the young people are seeing it. And even though I'm technically young, I'm, I'm just not, I, I'm not like that, I guess. Um, cause, I think about every eight to 10 years is a new generation anyway. So the generation behind me, they're like, nah, this is wrong. And it's not just black people saying it's wrong. It's even white kids saying, yo, this, 
something's wrong about this image, y'all. Don't you guys think it's wrong? And everybody's like, yeah, it is. And I can understand somebody who may be older. And I'm not, I don't think it's, I'm not necessarily dissing you because I understand where you're coming from. All I'm saying is I have no problem with it going away. I have no problem. Uncle Ben's rice, I eat Uncle Ben's rice. I do. And I see that black man with that haircut on there. We know Uncle Ben's rice. And I'm fine with that going away. I'm cool with that because it should have never been there to begin with. So that's I, why I'm cool with it being gone. I, and, I, and I get that, but I'm just saying, like, if we would spend more time addressing the issues and less time trying to figure, we could, I mean, if that stuff's got to be gone, it could be gone. Because to be honest with you, the uh, the Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial with him dancing with Ancient Mama Syrup, like, <laughs> that was offensive as hell. Like, if you want to think about it, I mean, that was offensive <laughs> as hell. Uh, the Colonel Sanders, come on. I mean, let's, let's, be, let's be honest. He was, I mean... I'm being honest with you. Y'all saw the commercial? Yeah, I know yeah, you yeah. saw the commercial. <laughs> How much more offensive can you be? I need you to stop killing oh, innocent black You're killing men me, and right? women. You're killing me, and that's right? what I need you to stop doing. Stop yeah. canceling uh, stuff and, and fix the I issue. Just, I just had to say this. So, to Trey's point, for the, I guess young people may be listening. I think they may hear you to be saying something you're not. What Trey is saying, and if I say it wrong, correct me, because I don't want to speak for another man and be wrong. Mm -hmm. What I hear you to be saying is, it's not necessarily that you're agreeing with Aunt Jemima or Uncle Ben. You're saying, take that energy and let's move forward with a Absolutely. change that'll right. help help right. me if I get pulled over today. Right. Break it, those systems. And if we, right. it, this, can we fix this other stuff later? Yeah, we could fix that. That's not a pressing I'm saying, issue. I'm saying we can do it all right now. Yeah, but we're not. We're not because we're still having issues in Atlanta and we're still having issues in California and we got black nooses hung in Talladega. Like yeah. we're not addressing the issue. We're right. canceling stuff. Well, I, all great points. Um, try to end it here on, on a little note, but I, I do think it's a good thing. It is a step forward. Um, like Chris alluded to earlier, take your platform and, and do what you can, basically. I mean, not, not everybody can, you know, do big things, but if you can just get on your platform and try to do whatever you can to um, forward the movement, then that, that would be great. I, we had a couple other things I want to talk about, but, you know, this topic just took everything. Uh, great, great talk, guys. I, I, man, I can't, um, like I said, it's my children. <laughs> like, like my children grow up. Um, I love you the least, though, Trey, as, a, as a cowboy fan. Uh, but anyway. Trey, I love you, man. Thank <sighs> you, bro. Thank you, love. Remember what I said the last Much podcast? Love. <laughs> I brought you on this podcast. I guess I'm packing my bags. I can take <laughs> you out. Last time you're going to see me. <laughs> if this is I'll your first you. time. <laughs> oh, gosh. Black Lives Matter. Oh, my God. <laughs> if this is your first time listening to the podcast, this is the last time you hear Low or Trey on the podcast. <laughs> but please subscribe. Um, you can do that on our website. It's newchannelsports.net, or you can go to Podbeam and subscribe as well. It's newchannelsports.podbeam.net, and that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. Uh, we try to do podcasts at least once or three times a week. We're also on iTunes. Um, as you can tell from the conversation we had today, we do try to talk about anything that, that's sports topics. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars and don't forget to subscribe.